it's just been better than I could have imagined. Like I knew it was going to be incredible, but I think just the lead up and, and all the things that have happened in between the, the, the time we thought we were going to actually now doing it. I am so um, grateful. I have such a different sense of just or perception of just being so grateful to be in the world again and traveling and being here and being in Italy. Welcome back to the Travsess podcast. We are your hosts Kim and Aaron, and this is the podcast that is obsessed with all things travel. And for the first time. We are coming to you outside of the United States, really living up that Travcest name. So if you're new to the show, welcome. We are Kim and Aaron. We are your hosts and we are healthcare travelers who are taking a year off to travel the world. And we can finally say that we are actually <laughs> starting our trip. We are one week in, in Rome, mm. and I can't believe I'm saying that because those of you guys who have been following us for a while on this podcast, we have literally been talking about t- taking this year of travel for like a year and a half, and no, we're no. finally doing well, it. Well, we had said that we were stalling to like really get to this point because we had had this idea of like how cool would it be to have this audio journal and teach people and hopefully inspire people to travel you know, through our experience and sharing our tips and our our stories and all the things. And so we are, we're here, like we're doing the damn thing. We are one week in and we already have some funny travel mishap stories to tell that we're going to talk about in this episode. And we're also going to talk about how we got into this country and what it's like traveling and getting into a different country during covid mm-hmm. and our experience with that um we talk about some jet lag things that we learned um and also our f- business class experience which was really cool and then just like our first week in rome and and why we're sitting on the bed having a tough time moving at this moment um because of uh literally not joking kim on our walk home today said that she wanted to go into the police station and, <laughs> and report a hate crime against rome for what what was it making me a fat <laughs> we we basically we've been here for one week and we have just ate and drank our way through this city which has been the most incredible experience but we still have one week to go mm. and i'm like so stuffed we're not only one week to go we're so booked <laughs> Like we booked every food tour that we could like find that would be awesome for us. And then reservations to restaurants. And I mean, if you guys aren't aware of the Italian culture of eating, it, it's it's an experience, people. Let me tell you. And so they they don't stop. Like literally we were done with a meal and we had such a good time. And the waiter said, don't move. And he comes back with like four more desserts. They want to just keep feeding you and feeding you and <laughs> feeding you. And we're here for it. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's definitely, it's been an incredible week. And we're just going to get into all the things here. If you haven't been following us on Instagram at Kim and Aaron G, make sure to do that because we are sharing everything in I say quote unquote real time because sometimes I post the stories later, but we're sharing everything that's going on behind the scenes on our Instagram stories. We're sharing tons of tips and we will continue to share tips and um, all kinds of things on the Instagram posts. And we just released our very first YouTube video. Yeah. So we are literally, this is what this podcast kind of goes hand in hand with. Um, also with our Instagram story, to be honest, but mainly with that, uh, YouTube video. So you get that audio visual kind of behind the scenes of what's been going on. Uh, especially with this podcast, we're going to be talking about that first travel day, which is what our first video is. And we release a new video every week on Sunday. So in the United States, it's 10 Eastern, um, 10 AM Eastern time is when we release that video every Sunday. So 
make sure you watch out for that because it will give you the yin and yang behind this uh, podcast. We'll kind of be able to watch it. And and the idea behind it was that, you know, the, some of the stories we wanted to share where we're like, oh my gosh, this is like ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. how has this already happened to us? But we can't really share those stories on a YouTube video because it doesn't work, right? You can't like sit in front of a camera and like tell a story. Ain't nobody want to see that. Ain't nobody want to see that. And so this is the audio version where we can share the stories and share some tips and get into some nitty gritty behind the scenes stuff that we can't necessarily do on the YouTube video. So they both go together. If you want to check that out, you can find us on YouTube, Kim and Aaron. All the links are obviously in the uh, show notes. You can check it out there. And let's get into the app. Yeah, I do want to say too, for the first time ever, we don't have our huge microphone that we usually have at home. So I bought some lapel mics. I've never used these lapel mics. Um, I am noticing some red popping up on our screen and I've asked Kim to watch her hair, but she keeps bringing it into her microphone. Sorry, I'm putting my hair in a ponytail. I'm actually not sure uh, how this is going to sound, but we'll see at the end of the episode. (laughs) And we'll make adjustments after. We are being flexible and adapting people. That is the vibe. It's the way of travel, right? Okay, so let's hit it. Okay, so to set the tone, we are in Rome right now. We already said that. In Roma. We are in the Travestere. Trastevere. Trastevere neighborhood, which is the neighborhood we chose because it's more local, it's super foodie, lots of cool restaurants and cafes and wine bars. And nightlife and... It's such a vibe. Like if you actually want to see what we're talking about, watch the YouTube video because we do like a, a walkthrough, which is really cool. Yeah. But we're sitting in our room. Yeah. I guess. It's just a room. It's just a room. And I'm sitting here in my underpants <laughs> with a lapel mic on in the bed. Mm-hmm. Aaron is sitting here with his crusty ass feet that I can't oh stop staring oh at. It's terrifying. We okay. <laughs> I mean, literally, I've been checking my phone. We've been averaging seven miles per day, which I was laughing because I like to keep track when I was at the hospital, and I would usually do two and a half miles a day on my phone, sometimes three, and then we usually would run, you know, three to four times a a week, and so that would be usually like three point five miles. And so we've done more than I do in a day's work and a workout just by walking around this damn city. And so my feet are are feeling it. They're crusty. Well, just for instance, yesterday we went almost 10 miles. And one of, one of my favorite things about this city is that it's... Are you covering your feet? Okay, bro. Like... <laughs> I won't look at them anymore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stay focused. Um, I love just walking around the city. There is all the buildings, all the roads. They're so beautiful. They're so old. There's so much history. It's like these tiny little cobblestone roads. I mean, it's so like cliche Italian. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful. And last night we just went walking and we ended up turning a random corner and the Vatican, and it was a little bit later in the evening, so it wasn't as like crazy. The sun was setting over the Vatican. There was a harp player playing at the at the uh, the castle, yeah. which overlooked the street to the Vatican. There's people walking around, kids out, families out. It's like, is and this like, real life? It is, and, and it's really crazy because uh, Trastevere is also known as, you know, it's like during the day, it's very local. So if you get out in the morning or during the day, you see the locals playing cards at the local bar and like, you know, the old drunkards that are up and, and getting their wine started and they're yelling and it's kind of like that real authentic Italian feel. And then at night it turns into like the college kids come over, people come over because there's so many restaurants um, and things like that. So it's, it's got the best of both worlds in this neighborhood. And so it's been a lot of fun and we are right in the heart. So I figured out that our window wasn't closed in the first couple nights. And I was like, oh my God, this is so loud. We're going to have to move rooms. But then I realized that you could close the window fully and it had a good sound barrier. But if we open that window, it's lively until 1.30, 2 in the morning. Oh, yeah. They go they go hard and they go long. And it's cool because we have this beautiful view of the street. 
but I'm a light sleeper. So I still have to, I have a fan app, I have earplugs and I've been sleeping pretty well. I think most of that has to do with wine. Um, that's definitely been helping me go to sleep. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a little bit noisy, but it's Rome, you know, what do you expect? So getting into how we got here, because we kind of got off on a little sidetrack, a little, a little scenic route, but traveling outside the United States, especially with what's going on with COVID and kind of in a way being concerned with, you know, is it going to be difficult? What is it like in Italy? What are the restrictions? What are we going to be facing? And to be honest with you, it's been pleasantly refreshing. It's been way easier than we thought. And in the YouTube video, we went over exactly like what we had to do to get into the country step by step. But really, we just had to um, be vaccinated or mm -hmm. get a negative COVID test, which were both vaccinated. And then we had to fill out these forms that um, an EU locator form. And we filled those out, and really the only person who checked that was the gate agent in Germany. Yeah, the ticketing agent. And that was it. Like, nobody asked to see those forms. Like, we came into Italy, we walked right in. Well, it was because, so easy. So we had that connection in Frankfurt. That, that was the reason why we had to go back through customs, because of the fact that that's when we were entering the EU. And so technically that guy was like, are you here on vacation? We're like, yeah. He didn't ask us like where we were going or anything. We walked on through, didn't ask us about our tracker form, didn't ask us about our vaccine card, nothing. And then, but the ticketing agent was like, I need your vaccine. Both of them did in Orlando and in Frankfurt. Yeah. So they, or Newark. Yeah. So they like basically just check off. Okay, cool. You have your documents. You're good to go. And then once we got the check off, we never had to show them again. Uh, so it was super easy. And then since we've been in Italy, in order to get, so they're, the Italy is using the Green Pass system right now, which is basically a pass. You can only get it if you, we're not Italian, right? Mm -hmm. And we're, or we're not, we don't live in the EU, so we don't get access to that. But basically having that allows you to get indoors to restaurants, museums, public transportation, kind of all of that kind of stuff. And it's either you've been vaccinated or you've had a negative COVID test. There's different things that allow you to get this pass. But us being American, we're able to use our CDC card. And we have been asked to show that a couple of times going into a restaurant, but it's been hit or miss. It's not like every time. Well, see, and that's the thing. It's because you only need that to actually sit down and eat inside a restaurant. You can walk in and not show your vaccine card and order your food and eat outside, or you can sit at a table outside and you don't have to show your vaccine card. The minute that you want to eat inside, that's when your green pass and or vaccine card has to come out. Other than that, they don't ask for it. And we've even ate inside some places and they haven't asked for it. So I would say it's definitely hit or miss. We've gone inside places and they haven't asked for it. Where? Where have we actually sat down and ate inside and they haven't asked for it. Yeah, the, I guess you're right. The people we said take away at uh, the last well, pizza place and I showed them our vaccine card. That's true. And we've gone in and had like espresso, but we're standing You can inside. do that. That doesn't count as eating um, because you can stand at the espresso thing, but you're supposed to put on your mask, walk in, take off your mask to drink the espresso, put your mask back Which on is what they no say. Which makes no sense. It, it's it so doesn't stupid. make sense. And even our food tour guide said that that is just silly. Um, so that's from a from an actual Roman. But the general vibe, I don't want to talk about COVID like the no. whole time because it's just kind of like, bleh. but the general vibe is like people are out. Um, oh, people yeah. are out. People are traveling. We've met a couple other travelers. And when you're outside, you do not have to wear a mask to walk around and all the things. But when you do go inside, you have to wear a mask, um, whether you're vaccinated or not. Basically, like, it feels kind of like we're at home. It doesn't really feel very much different. No, it actually feels a lot lighter than back home, to be honest. Mm -hmm. It's more, free, I don't know, it's like got this more free kind of flowy vibe. Yeah, I mean, it feels good. It does. It feels good. Um, and everything's open. So I think that was the biggest thing, too, because you don't want to go out and travel and, you know, whatever, if things are open or things are closed, but everything's been open. The The really cool part is that 
there aren't it's still busy mm. and it's i feel like it's gotten busier over like even the last couple of days but it's not as busy as it normally would be so it's kind of nice to be here when there's not the cruise ships coming in and all the other tourists that normally would be here right now mm -hmm. which is really nice like this morning we got up at sunrise and because pro tip if you want to get good pictures without a million people in them, then you want to wake up super, super early and go to like the touristy kind of places where you'd want to get some pictures or, or just enjoy them, right? Just kind of sit, enjoy them, relax in the quiet. You want to get there early. Uh -huh. And we got up before sunrise, we walked over to the Trevi Fountain and we were, there was probably four other people when four we first other, got there. Yeah. We had the whole place to ourselves. Like we could have done like a whole photo shoot. People were doing entire photo shoots. Oh, they shoots. were, boy. All the Instagram models were out there and they're like gowns, like doing all these like crazy poses and stuff. And it was just funny because we were watching them. And um, yeah, they just, they go all out. I've like never seen that in action before. But like all these girls were like dressed to the nine. Okay, it's like seven o'clock in the morning, 6.30, seven o'clock mm -hmm. in the morning at this point. And they are dressed to the nine, full makeup, full hair, these beautiful gowns, and they're doing all these like crazy poses. And they have their partner, whoever, like doing videos. Their Instagram boyfriends. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is quite oh, yeah. a production. And we hadn't <laughs> seen any, um, I had never seen especially any male Instagram models. Oh, there was quite a few. There was quite a few, like totally dressed up and like you know hats and doing different things and their angry face poses and you're just like bro why are you angry at the trevi fountain like with nobody here we don't understand what well, that what that is that was the funny part because we were we were just it's a great place to people watch ps especially because there wasn't a lot of people there so uh -huh. we just got like a front row seat to everything but yeah it was the the theme seemed to be angry faces angry faces and then the look away like like, like looking off into the obviously distance. Obviously, we know you're looking at the Trevi Fountain. Right. And then like the angry, sexy, sultry. Yeah. I wonder if it's the like, I know I'm at the Trevi Fountain and like... Look at me. But it's like, I'm not that interested in it. You know, like... Kind of like... Or uh, no. I, I don't know. No, I think it's more like I'm being natural. Like you want it to be authentic looking. Like I'm just here looking away like at the Trevi Fountain. Okay. Uh, that doesn't come across to me. But I, you're I just chilling. One guy was pretending to be the Hulk yeah. quite a few times. Yeah. Um, but it was funny because I think we need to learn to... being Thor. Oh, yeah, Thor. Not it was the, very Thor. Not the Hulk. Yeah. But, like, Aaron and I basically just, like, took some selfies of, like, smiling, looking at the camera per Half usual. Half the time Kim's eyes were closed. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. we need to come up with, even though that's totally not, like, our vibe, I would never, not anything against it, you know, good on you if that's what you want to do. But, like, I'm just personally not the person who's going to wear a gown and, like, look into the camera angry and like slow motion twirls and be sexy like that's yeah. just not the vibe like you know but we're like we need to learn some like new poses because we're no, just I like cheese yeah no i know and then we did see a proposal <laughs> we saw a proposal we saw a cool. wedding and a wedding uh they were doing wedding photos and they were dressed in their tux and their gown and that was pretty cool yeah uh, they were american too yeah which was awesome um the proposal was kind of cool because he hired photographers to be like tourists and they had backpacks on and stuff and then they were just taking pictures and he wandered off to the corner and then he got down on one knee and and we watched the whole thing watched the whole thing and then they had like props set up for them after it was cool so it was kind of cool there was a real tv crew filming a b-roll for a movie which was awesome so they had like stand-in actors to get the shots that they needed based off of the uh, you know the movie and so that was kind of fun to watch as well but yeah it was it was quite an experience um and so yeah we went like get up early go to we went to the spanish steps there was nobody there well the same crew was there oh my gosh oh yeah all the instagram people that started at the trevi moved to the spanish steps and then here come Aaron and i doing our like <laughs> our like selfies yeah but um and just walking through the streets with not a lot of people it was oh, just yeah. a vibe and so that is definitely something we will take with us on this year of travel is like getting up early making that effort 
because it really did make a huge difference. And then coming home and taking a snooze. Oh, it was the best nap ever. Oh my God, it was incredible. I mean, yeah, I gotta say too, one thing I've noticed is, you know, when we were in Bali and Thailand, those are early rising people, um, just culturally. And so they're, they're up with the roosters and they're getting their day going. Italy's a little bit more slow. And so when you do wake up before sunrise, there's nobody there. There's nobody there but people stumbling home from the bar. Or Instagram models. Or Instagram models. And us. And us. Basically. Yeah. And so I do want to talk about, uh, we've kind of gotten off track a little bit uh, from what we got into like Rome itself, but back to our first ever business class flight. Okay. And the fact that for the first time ever in all of our travels, we were jet lagged. We have never been jet lagged in our life. And it's funny because we've traveled quite a bit. I mean, we've traveled to Bali, which is on the other side of the world. Mm -hmm. We've traveled to Tanzania and Africa, which is New Zealand. New Zealand. Oh my gosh. We've traveled, we've traveled far and we've never been jet lagged. And we always hear people talk about it. And we're just like, I don't know. That never happens Mm -hmm. for us. I've never experienced that. And it's funny because the first time we've ever flown business class, and it was only an eight-hour flight, we have experienced our first real jet lag. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, like Kim said, I'm glad that you pointed out all the places that we've flown because I was like, dude, either this is not a real thing or we're really good at this. And I think, too, for, for tips, I really contrasted what we did differently. Number one, obviously flying business class. We were so freaking excited. We didn't even know we were taking off. We were like running around business class, talking to everybody. We made friends with everybody. The crew was up there. The pilot came out. Like we were all just like chit chatting. They were asking about us our, our year of travel. They thought we were on we were that we were on our honeymoon, which I thought was really sweet. Yeah. Um, because I'm like, look at us, ten years into our marriage and they think we're on our honeymoon that's awesome we were like making out in our suite so we were like chit-chatting and then we're like oh my god we're moving and so we're like we gotta get in our seats we were i mean it was so crazy so that was like an experience all on its own but we really broke down that um number one kim and i never drink in an airport or on a plane ever the one time we did we had a, a beer before we flew to Rome. Rome or Venice. Venice. And Kim threw up the whole way was, on the plane on Lufanza. On Lufanza. I was kind of scarred because I was so sick. I was literally running back and forth to the uh, toilet, throwing up. I was so hung- I guess you can't you even call it hungover because I had one I even had like a half a beer. You were you had food poisoning. I had something, yeah. It was it was that burger at Chili Two's yeah. before we left. Okay, Chili's two. Not chili twos. But, Is that what it's called? Yeah, and then on top of that, on that flight, there was that guy that was sitting behind us that kept banging on your chair saying, like, don't lay back because I have work to do. Oh and I was God. getting so mad. I'm like, if you have work to do, like, pay for business class. Like, she's oh about my. to, like, puke her brains out. Yeah, this was, like, a completely different vibe. The freaking uh, flight attendant let you lay in the hallway, didn't she? She was no. like, just stay here. Oh, I thought she did. But anyway... So now we had like that on the plate. So we never would drink. What we would do was we would drink NyQuil instead of any booze or anything like that. Because, And we also would look at what time it was in the arriving place we were going. So if it was in Tanzania, what time was our flight? Was our flight going to be overnight in Auckland? So like when we were flying, it was midnight in Auckland and we were going to arrive in the morning. Well, then we would sleep immediately, so we would automatically get onto their schedule, and then we'd hit the ground running and not take naps and kind of do that. We did that in Tanzania. Uh, the first time we flew to Venice, we did that, and then like I fell asleep on the boat, in the water boat, uh, because we were dragging it out as long as we could, and we went to bed early, and we bounced back right on cue. This we did time, that when we went to Paris, and we also take NyQuil or Benadryl to uh, pass out because we are usually stuffed in the back in coach. And so in order to sleep sitting up or your head on a tray table, we needed some help passing yeah. out. And I would say that has worked every time for us. And then we wake up, we're like, yay, we're here. We're a little bit tired, but we stay up and then we sink up right to wherever we're going. This time, because we were in business class, we didn't 
want to miss anything. Like right. it was such a cool experience. Like we wanted to enjoy it. And so we wanted to have champagne and have a glass of wine with dinner and watch a movie and just really take in that experience because, you know, who knows when we'll be able to do it again. And so we ended up only sleeping for one hour. Yeah. Yeah, it was like one hour. And when we flew out, it was 7 p.m. in Newark. And that meant that it yeah. was midnight in Rome. So we should have literally, if we didn't want to be jet lagged, which honestly it was a couple days. Um, and we were sleeping until noon, going to bed at 2 in the morning. So that's not how we wanted to spend our time here. So we just forced ourselves to wake up early, got tired, did not take a nap that day, and then went to bed early and we were back on and we were good to go. Yeah, it was just a couple of days. We did, um, we went for a run. Mm-hmm. So we, that, helped. that definitely helped. It was, you know, because with jet lag, you tend to kind of go to bed late. Like I was staying up till one, two in the morning, which I never do that. You're like, usually in bed at nine. Yeah, like I go to bed pretty early. Granted, even not being jet lagged in Italy or in Rome, you know, it's you're not really going to bed early anyways. It's a completely different vibe because we're going to dinner later and the streets are lively and you want to walk around and you're having wine and it's such a different vibe than what my usual routine is. We're usually coming back from dinner at 10.30. Yeah, and we're walking and we're just kind of like in it and so completely different, but I was staying up to like one or two in the morning and then we were sleeping till like 12.30. And so we're like, okay, we have to break this because you could just keep doing it and yeah. doing it and doing it. And so that's when we're like, okay, we set the alarm. We got up super early. We went for a run and that reset everything. And ever since that day, we've been fine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we even got it. I mean, we got it this morning at five in the morning. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. And then we took a nap and we'll be good to go tonight. I will say too, back home, you know, we we love wine. We have, you know, cocktails when we go to dinner or something on the weekend. We're not like huge drinkers where we drink like every day or, you know, you hear people <laughs> say like, I have wine with dinner every night or whatever. That's never been us. No. Since we have been here in Rome, we have literally had wine every single day. I don't think there has been, we've been here for one week. We've had wine every single day. Except one. Was there one? One day. Okay. And it's incredible how the wine here, you don't get hung over. You don't feel run down. You don't feel like sluggish or tired like you do, like I guess what I felt, you know. Speaking personally. Yeah. Speaking personally, like that's why I don't like to drink a lot because it makes me, I'll get hung over. I don't like to feel tired or slow or any of that. And so... But here, like for instance, we went and had this incredible lunch today. Oh my God. Aaron has been dreaming about this place. It's a, we'll have it on an upcoming video on YouTube, but it's a place that is known for like these special meatballs. Mm -hmm. And so we went and it was such a cool experience and we had a glass of wine and I normally would never have wine with, with lunch. And then come home and know we had stuff to do. We have to do the podcast. We have other stuff to do. And then tonight, we're actually going to this whole wine and food pairing um, experience, which we're really excited about. But we had a glass of wine with lunch, and it was like, you just feel okay. I don't... You know what? I don't know. There's just something about it. It's different. I don't get as hungover or feel as bad as you do on a regular basis, but if I do have one glass of wine, one and a half glass of wine, two glasses of wine at lunch or something, I feel so bad for the rest of the day. I just feel lethargic, kind of like in and out of a headache kind of feeling. The headache. Just that's... run down. And I, I don't like that feeling, like you said. So we stay away from it. And then we have our nights where we're like, okay, we don't have anything to do, like business-wise or tomorrow. So let's go and have some cocktails and have fun. And, and it like, doesn't matter if we don't feel our best. Right. But that here, like you said, it's been... It's Almost totally like different. It's, it's like water. <laughs> you like don't go have a meal and not have wine. It's just kind of part of it. Well, and I'm and on vibing top of that, with like, it. Like we got a, a house like house wine, which has been they've always said that. We've always heard that even back when we first came to Italy, they were like, Don't order bottles of wine. You don't need to know bottles of wine. Just order the house wine. It's the best wine. And we got a liter, which usually a bottle of wine is zero point seven five liters. So we got more than a bottle of wine for eight euro, which breaks down to like like roughly ten bucks. Which is crazy. And it was the best 
wine I've ever had. Yeah. Like it was a beautiful like white wine. I don't even know what it was, but it was incredible. And I will say too, our we did a food tour, which is something that we really like to do when we first get to a town because we get a lay of the land. We get to have a, and we did a private tour. So we yeah, had this epic. like one-on-one -on -one with this local Roman who was like the coolest guy. Mm -hmm. He was like this Arturo. young guy, Arturo. We have a whole YouTube video coming out about that experience. Yeah, this which Sunday. Is, this Sunday. Oh, cool. Okay. So look out for that. But he told us that the wine in Italy is so different because most wines, they, because they, to make, not all wines, but a lot of wines to make it like cheaper, I guess, they'll add like Sugar. extra alcohol, uh -huh. like different kinds of alcohol and stuff to it as well. So he's like, the, the wine here is so pure. It's just wine. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, you know, a lot of it's organic and all of that kind of stuff. So he said, it's just really high quality. That's why you don't get the same effects that you do if you buy a bottle of wine, say in the States or well, something. Well, because one, the wine that's imported and stuff has to have preservatives because it has to fly all the way across. It has to sit on the shelf. And so he said that there's a lot of preservatives that are in those bottles of wine mm -hmm. that can make you feel like crap. Right. So I just thought that was kind of a fun fact because I'm digging the whole wine every day, and I oh, never yeah. thought I would be that person, but I'm like, oh, I need my glass of wine. Although we did say that, like, we were like, holy <laughs> crap, I can't eat anything else. And we have, like, some major meals booked for I'm the next so, three I'm days. I'm sick. I never thought. I mean, you just took three Pepto before we started this freaking podcast. <laughs> I, know, I was, like, literally laying on the bed before we started this. And I was just, like, my tummy hurt so bad. I'm, like, in the fetal position. Because for lunch, we had the meatballs. And we had a truffle, you know, a light truffle pasta. Just a light truffle pasta. And a bag of bread and wine and a caprese salad. And, you know, it's just been days and days of eating. But, again... We're in Italy, so I know we're not going to be here for that long. We we plan on spending a couple of weeks here, like the next couple of weeks, and I want to I want to take it all in. Like mm -hmm. I want to order the pasta. I want to have as much of an experience as we can because we'll move on, and I want to enjoy where we are. And in Italy, a lot of that is the food. Yeah. No, and I realized too that I had never really authentically tasted al dente pasta. Oh and my like God. that, what's it called? It translates to on the teeth. Cut your teeth. Cut your teeth, no. buddy. Come on. Yeah, on your tooth. On your tooth. Like you feel it. Like you have to kind of, whereas I was like, dude, if I would have made this pasta at home, Kim would have been like, you undercooked it. Like it would have had that. But it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like undercooked pasta because it doesn't have that chalky kind of um, uh, what do you call it? Taste like that powdery taste. Sometimes you can get. It's literally it. tastes so good and it has a bite to it. And I'll only eat pasta al dente. Yeah. At this point. It's, well, now that I know what it tough. legitimately is. It, it's a tough pasta. Yeah, it's not like a wet noodle. And not everybody prefers that, but I, I really do, and I've never had it before. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, one thing, too, like real talk, I think something that we're kind of experiencing because we're just transitioning into this year of travel, mm -hmm. and we're starting with Italy, which is amazing, mm -hmm. um, but just all of the eating and not exercising like we used to because it's like back home you know we're we're pretty active we like to exercise we eat pretty healthy of course we have like our meals and things like that but I mean I like we've had pizza almost every day right yeah and I mean it is a little different it's very thin here we'll get a slice and or cheddar sandwiches and I, I mean it's just been balls to the wall with carbs. sandwiches yeah so really trying to let go of any you know thoughts on I feel a little bit uncomfortable in my clothes I feel like I'm starting to get a, a bit of a belly yeah. and all of that so I keep just telling myself I'm like be kind to yourself be kind to your body like you're having an incredible experience and I want to walk away from Italy being like I ate everything I wanted to I fully embraced it I loved every second of it I ate and ate and ate and ate and ate and I feel happy yeah. instead of, you know, I have a tendency I can be more restrictive with things where I'm like, no, I'm not going to order that. I'm going to get this even though I really want that. But this is healthier. This is, 
and I don't want to do that here. No, I, 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 wa- I don't. I want to let that go. Yeah. You know. Well, I think too. Like I, I had PTSD from when we were in Bali the first time because all we did was eat at like Western cafes that like kind of catered to. Not, I mean, not all, but like majority of the time we would go and have salad or like a healthier, you know, avocado toast and things like that. And so you would realize that you were like, you know what? I want to experience things a little bit. Sorry. You would realize that you wanted to experience things a little differently. And so you've been really awesome. I got to give you credit where credit is due and being like, I'll try that. I'll, I'll eat that. Yeah. Usually you'd be like, no, I don't want that. Or no, I'm not going to go have that lunch. I need to find something healthy or, but you've really found alternatives like this morning we went to breakfast and we're like you know what we just want something we don't want a sweet like croissant for breakfast we don't want a donut for breakfast because mm-hmm. culturally that's what they eat for breakfast so we found this place that does cater to more american breakfast and honestly had one of the best omelets i've ever had in my life because it was still true authentic roman ingredients with the mozzarella and the um the, their bacon and mushrooms, their mushrooms yeah. and it was just so good but it is nice to and i got mix, avocado toast yeah and mixes that in and, and provides you that level of like okay i'm i'm back on kind of something that makes me feel a little better instead of the heavy you know thickness of like what typically is eaten well right and and things are saying that because i appreciate just because it is something like even today i was not going to order the truffle pasta with lunch, <laughs> but and I was just gonna have a you know a little we split three a meatballs. meatball and a salad and whatever. But I was like, I actually really want this, and we're in Rome, and it, there's truffle. It's homemade, fresh fettuccine with a truffle, with black truffle. Like, of course, I I want to eat this, you know. And so I think it's just about being comfortable in your own skin, knowing this is temporary, knowing that. We're walking all the time and, you know, we're going to try to squeeze in more runs and we're going to stay active. And just really, for me, a big lesson is letting go of all of these uh, restrictions I usually do have on myself and just leaning more and more and more into that being flexible, adapting, enjoying where I am, being present and saying yes or certo, of course, of course to the things that I actually want. Yeah, no, so here I, we are. I, I think I just want to back up real quick and just say again, the issue with Kim mainly is not that she has body image things. She might feel like she's getting bigger or things like that, but it's mainly along the lines of because I keep telling you, you don't have a gut. You look great. <laughs> you look phenomenal. Thanks, babe. But it's more or less you feel bad. Like just as a physically, you just physically feel bad. And when you feel bad, you kind of tend to shut down quicker. You have a a steeper grade and then a quicker fall off than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more of a gradual fat, 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 fat. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And then I hit a wall later on down the road. But you're more like quick peak and then boom, fall off the edge where you're just like, I feel disgusting. I need some nutrients. I need stuff that's going to like fuel my body. I don't have the energy that I normally have. I don't feel as inspired as I normally feel. And that's what happens to you when you don't eat on your normal level. It's not about eating. It's, yeah, but it's about the things that I do to feel my best. Right. And for me, that is about, yeah, eating things that are healthy and nutritious and exercising, having my time in the morning. Like all those things are the things I need personally or that I think I need to feel my best. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just learning to feel comfortable in whatever's around and making sure that I am showing up for myself and walking and doing the things that I know like make me feel better and um, what? Well, I was just going to say, speaking of walking, like you mean like running from tram to tram? Oh my gosh, yeah. That's actually like a really hilarious story on our uh, 30 hour plus travel day after going to Newark. And that was another thing that was crazy. We kind of talked about it in the youtube video and i was cutting a lot because uh we said that we're so grateful to be traveling like 60 times in the video um because the fact that we had planned these long layovers to enjoy the business class lounges that we got access to with our business class tickets so we were going to stretch it out as far as we could and really get the entire experience but due to covid those lounges were closed 
And so we were literally just like every other person in the airport trying to find space to kind of lay down if we could or, or you know, have a comfortable area to sit while we had an eight to nine hour layover in both Newark and Frankfurt. And so it ended up being a 30 plus hour travel day. And then we get to Rome. We get on the train. Did you say the lounges were closed? Yeah. Okay. I zoned out. <laughs> Go ahead. Awesome. So we get to Rome. We know we have to get on the train. We get our metro tickets. We're all excited. It's easily marked how to get to the train from the airport. We get there. Kim sees train to Rome. So she's like, there's our train, buddy. Let's go. So we're all excited. We sit on the train. And then as we get going, we hear, this is an express train to Rome. If you have a second class ticket, then you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, oh, no. And so we're sitting there. And sure enough, there's Trastevere. Well, no, because we're on it. We're like, should we get off? Should we not? What should we do? And we're like, we're already settled. We were had the bags. We had everything. We're like, ah, we'll figure it out, whatever. And so we stayed on that train. And then as we're on the train, yeah, we I see the stop. And we just like fly past a stop that we were supposed to get off. And I'm like... Oh shit! Like, mm-hmm. and so the conductor, or yeah. it was it the conductor. I mean, he works on the train. Yeah, they're called conductors. He comes over, so he comes back to check all the tickets, and he comes over, and I was like, "I'm sorry, I think we're on the wrong train. We just passed our stop." And so he looked at our ticket, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." So he ends up drawing us a picture on like a whiteboard thing. Yeah, you or had like, a, like it a, was a tablet. IPad. It was an iPad, but it was like this drawing of a whiteboard and like he drew this like turkey looking thing with all the tracks and what number and how to get off and where to go, which thank God he did that because there was 30 tracks at that station. It was insane. And he like walked us through step by step where we needed to go. He said, don't worry about getting another ticket. You guys are fine. This is where you go. Your train leaves at this time. This is your track. Make sure you get on that and it will take you where you need to go. Mm-hmm. He was an angel. He really was. Angel. Which again, like people are always kind. They're willing to help you. You know, they they want to help you. And so we end up getting on that train and then heading back towards mm-hmm. where we came we from. We were like only 10 minutes away, which we're, is good. Yeah, we it wasn't like we like totally overshot it. Yeah, it wasn't crazy far. But then that conductor comes around and then I had to explain to him like, because our ticket we had obviously wasn't the correct one. And I explained to him what had happened and he goes, oh, okay, like you're, you're yeah, fine. You're don't, good. don't worry about it. You yeah. know? So then we finally get off our, uh, big train. And so you have to remember too, at this point, we don't have cell service. Correct. So we don't have access to Google maps or Google. So when you get into a new country, like we have T-Mobile and it says that we have service, but we can only use our phone unless we, if we're hooked up to Wi-Fi. If we're not, then we can't use our phone. So it's it's like basically dead to us, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why we get a SIM card because we're here for a month. We get a SIM card. We can use our phone just like normal how we do back home. So that's something we always do. But we didn't have that yet, which, you know, side note, we always say or we were like, we're not going to get a SIM card at the airport because they're way more expensive. Yep. But... And, it actually might be more beneficial because we would have had the Google Maps. Correct. So it would have saved us from like trying to figure out where we're That's going funny. and getting lost and it's all the funny things. funny you brought that up because I was actually thinking about that of like why it's beneficial to pay a little bit more at the airport than risk But we figured it out. So that's where it's... Okay. That's also the side thing of like we figured it out because we were forced to. We always say everything is figure outable, And in this case, we totally were able to figure out a situation that we were feeling hungry we were feeling tired we were feeling overwhelmed because we didn't have access to anything so we really had no idea where we're going in the directions to get to this airbnb that we're staying it just said take the train to the Trastevere neighborhood then take tram to this stop. stop it doesn't say what tram there's a lot of trams mm-hmm. what what tram where to get the tram any of that Aaron and I, we have no clue I end up asking this homeless guy oh my God. at the so train station I leave because I see a tram so I go outside to see where that tram stopped and how close it was to the actual train station and I hear Kim say excuse me like how and I look in the window and I see all the dudes like stuff in the window and I'm like oh no like 
She's just asking like a he homeless guy. He was trying guy. to help. He was but nice. But then again, it was like, again, it just goes to show you the humanity, right? Like he was literally trying to help. Didn't hardly speak a lick of English, mm-hmm. but was trying to like, you know, show us on the phone and trying to help and trying to understand. And then I said, hey, I see the tram. But he pointed in the direction. Mm-hmm. He said, tram, tram, tram. And so we're like, thank you. And I was like, cool, I see it. So we walked over there. Literally, we get there and there's like a whole thing where... Um, I think it's like more of a cartoon or something that's coming in my head, but I can't place it. But it's like you see something passing you one way and you run and you think you're like going to get it. And then like the car goes away and then you run to the other side to catch the other one. And then the car goes away and then you're just going back and forth. So like Kim and I were confused because we're like, what direction do we take? These trams are running two directions. And then what if we get on the wrong one? How do we get off? Like, how do you get tickets? We're trying to figure that out. I've got all the luggage. <laughs> then you have to cross these, like, a main street to get to the other side. And so we're, like, literally running. We run. We're like, let's catch this tram. We run over there. The doors close, and it takes off. And, like, crap, here comes another one. So we run across. We By the time we make it across both streets, that tram takes off. So now we're missing it. So then we don't even know which we one. We don't even know which is the correct one. We're no. just We just wanted to ask somebody because again what do you do when you don't have google maps you have to ask people like old school and so we just wanted to ask somebody like which one is it like where do we go and mind you it's eight o'clock at night and we found out from our food tour guy that when it rains in rome everybody just stays home and so it had poured that day and there really wasn't that many people out and it seemed kind of weird and so it was like there wasn't anybody at the train stop that we could really ask and then people would just get off and go. By the time we lugged all of our luggage, we couldn't catch them. So, go ahead. And they don't have Uber. No. But we did find out from somebody we ended up talking to on the train that there's an app. Um, it's called Free Ride, which is like their version of Uber. But we didn't have that at the time. Because we didn't have, couldn't get the app. And so I kept playing in my head, like, as we're running back and forth and back and forth, I was like, this is why we need to travel light. Because when you're con, like when you're on the go like that, or you're trying to like hurry and all of that, like having these two big, and we thought we were traveling light, and we are for as much as we possibly can. I'm sure we'll continue to whittle stuff down, but we had like a lot. Like we had the the each had a backpack. You had the digital backpack and the suitcases. We were in running back and forth. We're like, what the fuck, bro? Over train tracks. Over train tracks on cobblestone roads. So finally, a tram comes. Aaron stays with the luggage. I take off. <laughs> I'm banging on the window. The conductor, I probably scared the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. I'm banging on the window. And he go. He like looks at me. He's like, oh. And then he opens up the window thing. And I show him my phone. that I had a little picture because I didn't have internet. But I thank God. To, pro tip take a picture of your directions because yes. then I could always access that because I, I couldn't get online right to right. look at the direction so I showed him and he just saw where it said like train station Trastevere and he goes oh and he points to the train station we had just come to and like goes to close the window and I'm like no <laughs> I was like no this one it was the tram stop mm-hmm. and I was like do you go here and he looked at it and he's like, oh, yeah. Like, and he goes, he puts five fingers up, I think like five stops. Uh-huh. And he was like, come on, well, get done. So then Kim's, let's go. Oh and God. so I'm like running because like, I think he was just going to go. I don't know if he thought it was just you. Yeah. So then well, I was I'm like, like, let me grab oh, my husband. Crap. So I'm like hauling ass with two suitcases, two backpacks. <laughs> and so finally, like Kim grabs, we jump on the train and so I was like, what do you say? And she was like, well, he either said five stops or five bucks. We weren't sure. We weren't sure. We're trying to like push buttons to like get tickets. And then come to find out you have to have tickets before you board. And it's like a $50 fine for like not having a ticket. But again, it goes to show you that like everybody was so nice. They were like, just get on. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, you're fine. And then there was people on the tram that was like, we kept popping out every stop oh, well, to like see. Go ahead. Because there's no names of the no. stop. So we had no idea if where the stop was, how long the stop was, and there's no signs that tell you what the stop is. So I'm like, hi, do you speak English? Hi. And like I met this couple that kind of did, and they were like, oh, you just pop your head out and you can see. I'm not sure exactly where that stop is. <laughs> They're the one who also told us about the app for Uber. 
So we kept like <laughs> jumping off the train to look and then jumping back on. And then we finally well, found finally it. Well, finally some guy goes, oh, that stop? He was like, that's your, ne- it's the next yeah, stop. Yeah, he so, was so nice. Yeah, he just, that's all he said. It's your next We're stop. in like a full oh. sweat. I can only imagine how panicked we looked. Well, like, And then on top of that, like that's on top of we were reaching 38 39 hours of travel with three hours of sleep yeah we were up at 350 on monday morning it is now tuesday rome time at almost eight eight o'clock p.m yeah we were pooped we were totally cooked and then so we finally make it to our stop and again on the directions it just says we're close to the stop it doesn't say I knew the street name because I had the actual exact address, but I didn't know. It didn't say like, take a left or whatever. So we make it to the stop and I'm like, okay, now now what? Mm -hmm. And so we're kind of walking around and I end up walking into this pizza place and I said, hey, like, I'm so sorry, but can you help us? Like, we're lost. And I pointed to the address and they go, oh, oh, okay. And he put it in Google Maps for us. On his phone. On his phone. And he pointed exactly where to go. And he's like, you know, kind of. Down the street. No, right down the street. (laughs) Are you right there? And he points it, you know, right down there. And we're like, awesome. Like, thank you. And so now we're like walking down the cobblestone roads with our suitcases. And then we finally find the place and it's like, okay, buzz Bailey on and wait 10 seconds and the door will open. So we keep buzzing. Nothing. No doors open. And we're out there for maybe five five minutes or so. No doors opening. And I'm like in a full sweat because again, I don't have internet to connect to what do I do? Like let us in. And so this guy comes into the building. It's locked. It's a locked building. And... We just followed him in. I'm like, I'm coming in yeah. with you. Well, then on top of that, like the direction said, go to mailboxes on the left and find keys. And so at that time, I'm like, we're looking through all these mailboxes and like, we don't even know how to open them. We're opening random people's mailboxes. <laughs> at one point, Kim almost opened a letter in somebody's random mailbox. I was like, maybe they sealed it. And like, I'm looking for a key. But I was like, it doesn't feel like a key. And then I walk up the stairs and there's a keypad. So then I was like, oh, well, maybe it's a note with the code on it. And so come to find out we had just misread it. We found the mailbox. And then we get up there and it's a skeleton key. A frick, if you don't know what that is. Google it, skeleton key. And it's like you have to line it up perfectly in order to get in. And like we couldn't get in the door. And we're like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> is this a joke? Is this a freaking joke? It took us 20 minutes to get in with the skeleton key. And then we finally came in our cozy, cozy little room. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up getting dressed and going and having the best pizza and Still wine. So far. So far, you guys. It is the, we've gone to a lot of pizza places, which were, is going to be all in the food tour video. But that one is my favorite so far. It really is. And it was recommended by somebody who follows us on Instagram. So yeah. thank you for the recommendation because it's called Dar Poeta. Mm-hmm. And or it was Dar Potato. Or Dar Potato, no one knows. Yeah. <laughs> it's Dar Poeta, but yeah, anyway. But, Watch uh, the video, you'll, you'll know. Yeah. But it, it ended up being incredible. And we came back home and went to sleep. At like two in the morning, one yeah, one like o'clock, totally, because we got that second win. Because we're yeah, like, totally revived us. We're in Roma. We're eating pizza. We're well, drinking and wine, again, and it's lively. Yeah, people are sitting out in the piazza. Like all the kids are out. You and, would never know it was like midnight. No, there no. was a kid and his dad playing soccer. I'm like, is this really or football? Football. I'm like, is this really happening? So we kind of got the second wind, and then we ended up coming to bed at like one or two in the morning mm-hmm. and we slept till twelve thirty the next day well i think that was also just like coming off a hellacious crazy of travel course. day yeah right? obvi i mean yeah. we got three hours of sleep but the last thing i wanted to say too is just you know first of all people are kind don't be afraid to ask people for help you know sometimes you you feel kind of silly or you don't speak the same language and it's like kind of intimidating but people are always willing to help so don't be afraid to ask questions like you have to get uncomfortable and ask questions to figure things out especially when you don't have google maps and the other part was ordering in restaurants 
spots mm. and like a lot of places we've gone we try to go to like more local spots and a lot of them they don't cater to us they don't speak english and we have no idea what we're ordering half the time or and it's quick and you're trying to be quick but you're trying to figure out what you want it's like this whole thing and it's a little bit intimidating again you feel a little bit silly you feel uncomfortable but don't let that be the reason you don't do it right right because and, those are the best and I experiences think a, a lot of times people will just go to more modernized restaurants and touristy restaurants because one they speak english two they understand like the flow of like how we normally are when we eat and so it feels more at home whereas like kim and i went to a place and we sat down we were eating there was a guy with a dog there the dog came over of course like we're suckers for any dog we miss our mimi larue um, and so we were petting the dog and he was a local Roman and he turned and said, um, how did you find this place? And we we're like, oh, our food guide told us he knows the owner and told us if you want the authentic Roman experience, come here because there's no bells and whistles, literally sitting out on the streets and this place gets really crowded. And, you know, one, we didn't have what we would call American like service, like it was I mean, we were like, did they forget about us? But it's about understanding that that's part of the experience of being able to just sit there, enjoy your glass of wine. And this is coming from somebody, it's something that I'm working on. Because in America, I'm antsy in a restaurant. And we know how fast that goes. I mean, your bill is on your table before you even finish your entree. And this place, it's like you have to flag down the waiter or the waitress to like, get your bill because that they're not going to bother you. They want you to have an experience, but it sometimes feels like they're not, you know, not waiting on you, which can be overwhelming for people that have never experienced that before. And so it was one of the best authentic Roman meals we had, but we would like, we wouldn't rate the service as like great, but we got everything we needed and it was fine. But I think that can, that feeling can keep people away from authentic restaurants. Yeah, no, and that's a good point. And the service is completely different. Everywhere we've gone, the service has not been the best, but it's a completely different way of doing it. And, and our tour guide explained it to us of like, we, they don't bother you. They think they want you to have your own experience and they know if you need them, you're gonna flag them down, right? So like in the States, like they come, they check, how is everything? Do you need this? Do you need that? They're not gonna do that. They expect you, if you need them, you let them know. So the service is completely different than what we're used to um, back home. Well, it's funny that you just said that because if you have to flag your waiter down or waitress down in America, it's almost like they're not getting a good tip. Like, mm -hmm. that's just what we expect. They should be constantly checking on us. Here, it's not like that whatsoever. No, it's, and that's part of the experience. And if you want, and I, and I think even just for myself, like, you know, how I was talking about how I feel, you know, with the way that I'm eating every single day or not having, being able to go to a bar class or something like that, right? Or getting my green juice or having my big, I used, I would have a big cup of coffee in the morning, like, you know, a big 16 ounce cup of coffee. 16, come on. Whatever, 32. Yeah. But, you know, here it's like, they don't have that. Like you have espresso or a small cappuccino. And, and so that, cause that's just the way it is. But if, if I wanted to wake up and have a green juice and coffee and go to bar, then I should stay home in the States. Like Correct. you travel for a reason. You travel to have a different experience. Like if you want your creature comforts and all those things that we're used to having, then you stay where you are and you enjoy those things and that's perfectly fine. But we travel because we want something different. We want a different experience. We want to um, learn new ways to do things. Yeah. And so it's like letting go of all of those things that like we think that we need or that we're used to mm -hmm. and just completely leaning in and welcoming a com like a different way of doing almost everything that you're used to and that is travel that yep. is travel no that's great great way to end it I, I think the last thing i want to ask you is what's your week one um overview of week one of 52 wow that's crazy we have 52 more weeks well i mean there's no time limit yeah but we're doing we, a year we go, we're doing a year without question so my uh I, it's just been better than I could have imagined. Like I knew it was going to be incredible, but I think just the lead up and, and all the things that have happened in between the, the, the time we thought we were going to actually now doing it, 
I am so um, grateful. I have such a different sense of just, or perception of just being so grateful to be in the world again and traveling and being here and being in Italy. And it's better than I could imagine. And I'm just working every day on like being present. And because it's also like, we know we're going up into the mountains next week and then we're going here. And then, so it's, it's really focusing to not get so, and then we're doing this and then we're going here. And then where are we going and letting go of that and just being really present in the moment and just taking all of this in, like this experience we're having is a life adventure experience, like a once in a lifetime experience. Yeah. And I'm just really trying to be present for it. And, um, and yeah, it's, that it's far exceeding my expectations. It's awesome. What about you? I, I would have to say, I mean, the being present is, is huge. Um, and taking every bit in and not not just letting it pass me by. You know, I mean, you mentioned it today, like at lunch. You know, we've walked 10 miles through Rome and all over this place. And it's like, it's not just walking to a destination. It's looking around. It's looking at the businesses. I mean, you and I passed that archaeological site four times. And then that kind of brought us back to like, yo, like head up, look up. And I kept saying, I tend to look down when I walk, look up. And I started focusing on that. And sure enough, we came across the spot where Julius Caesar was assassinated with the, you know, it's a cat place. And like we had walked by that a couple of times. It's a, we were like, re, like a, it's a cat park. Yeah, where cats live. Yeah. And um, so we had seen it and we'd walk by and I was like, oh, there's ruins there, but it never... I never stopped to really go look. And so we, we did that. And so it's about being present. But I think for me, too, is it's easy to sit there and get overwhelmed with, you know, we're going to put up a YouTube video every week and we got to film. We got to do this and we got to do that. And like we're still trying to run a business and we're doing our podcast and we're still, you know, and it's like we want to see all these places and the budget and all those kind of things that we're like managing. But just understanding that all of that will work itself out. Every day you wake up, you enjoy where you are, you have gratitude for what is there for you, and you'll work it out as you go. It doesn't need to be planned ahead to an extent. Obviously, we knew that we were going to go this morning, come home, take a nap, and do our podcast. That was the extent of the plan. It wasn't like, oh, we got to do it now. It was like, no, like we got up, like, all right, let's get the podcast done before we go to dinner tonight. So I think it's just understanding that everything we've set out to do so far, we've done. And we've done it with flying colors. And like everything else, we'll figure it out as we go. Mm -hmm. And we will find our flow and we will find a balance and we will, you know, we'll figure, we'll figure it out. We've never done this before. So it is a lot of juggling and we'll, we'll figure it out. And I think the last thing I was going to say too, that I, I, about wrapping up this week that was unexpected is I feel like I've adapted a lot easier than I thought I was going to. Hands down. And I feel like, and I did a lot of um, internal work and my own growth work leading up to this trip. So I know that has had a lot to do with it, but I can be very into creature comforts and routines. And, and so I feel like I'm kind of proud of myself. I feel like I've adapted really a lot faster than I thought of just being like, okay, whatever, we'll figure it out. I don't have, I don't have this. I don't like whatever it's, I don't know. I'm just, it's a new side of me that I'm enjoying. Well, I'm enjoying it as well. So I want to also pay you a compliment on that because like you said, you're very into your routine Mm -hmm. and we've been far from that routine and we've been right on top of each other and we've been having to do laundry and figure things out and, and still kind of function. And you've been doing such a good job with your you know, your mornings and your dietary things and that you, you know, your like you said, your creature comforts, um, but also your overwhelm too. You've, you've had moments where you'll spike, but then you'll bring yourself back down and then you'll be even keel and we'll work it out. And then it's like it never existed. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I've noticed that as well. So keep, keep up the good work sport. Thanks, bud. <laughs> Thanks, dad. Yeah. All right. Let's end it here. I feel like, yeah. um, Yeah, let's go get ready for our wine and food pairing tonight. It's going to be a good one. And yeah, so this is kind of a wrap-up of our first week. Make sure to check out the YouTube video, Kim and Aaron. You can find us on YouTube and follow us on Instagram at Kim and Aaron G. If you have any specific questions for us, um, if you just want to connect with us, whatever, like definitely that's the place that we hang out and chat with everybody. So. Follow along and thank you for being a part of this journey with us. We hope I 
you know, sharing our own experiences that we can inspire other people to take their own trips and be excited to plan and share tips and all of the things. So thanks for being here, guys, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, still in Rome. Still in Rome. No. No. We'll be gone when it comes out. We'll will. Ooh. We'll be heading to the mountains. It was a surprise. You already said it. Yeah, but we're going somewhere else first. Okay. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. A suspense. We'll tell you about the planning of it, and I think we'll talk about budget. Yes. Oh, next. I wanted to talk. Yeah, we got to talk. I wanted to talk okay. about budget. We'll talk about so. budget. All right. So we will next see you week. next week. Oh. And shit's breaking around here. Bye. Bye.